Hey there, welcome back to another episode of MVP Business, where we showcase leaders who live through their mission, vision, and passion. I'm your host, Steph Silver, owner of Vine Collective, a marketing, branding, and consulting agency that helps organizations and individuals to clarify their vision and sell more effectively. This episode is part of a local series focused on Wimberley Valley organizations in partnership with Wimberley Valley Radio and brought to you by Ozona Bank. Today's guest is Shauna Duggar, co-owner of Quality Floors and More. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have you here today. We've known each other for a little while. Now we get to dig in and talk more about business. <laughs> yes, I'm excited of family for family and boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's start off with you telling us a little bit about who you are and who you were before you started officially working in Quality Floors and More. Okay. Well, I grew up in Wimberley, Texas. I was actually born at the St. Marcus Hospital. So I went kindergarten through 12th grade, all in Wimberley schools. I married Brandon Zegger. He was also part of Wimberley High School. And we got married as babies. Mm -hmm. Didn't really plan that, but the military, he was enlisting. So obviously the military had different plans for us. And then we were at a crossroad of we either get married or we break up because it's going to be this long distance relationship. So we got married and we had babies and we realized that coming back to Wimberley and putting our kids in Wimberley schools and being with our families was the most important thing to us. So we came back to Wimberley, didn't really expect to be in flooring, but my dad, shortly after we moved back, opened up a store and of course I was excited for him and happy for him. It's not where I saw myself, but I was soon a part of it. I was a part of it before he ever even opened his doors <laughs> to the mm-hmm. public. So I found myself there and it became a part of my life and I love it. And my husband, Brandon, joined us in 2014. So just a couple months shy of our one year anniversary. And here we are. What year did he open the store, your dad? He opened the store in 2013 in May 2013. However, my dad has been in the flooring industry since he was 17 years old. So I have grown up with it my entire life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we were talking about this earlier that my dad was a carpet installer. And did your dad, was he an installer? Is that what he did? (laughs) So it's actually pretty funny. He started out sweeping the warehouse was his first job. And he swept the warehouse and he did a good job and he got moved up to warehouse manager and he started installing and then they brought him in to do sales and then he became a co-owner of that business and then he opened his own. So it was, he kind of evolved from the bottom all the way up. I love that story for so many reasons. Thank you for sharing it with us. The biggest thing is I think a lot of people who don't own their own business or haven't, a lot of people see this huge distance between running a business, owning a business and where they are now. And, you know, how do I get from A to Z and thinking that you have to be born into money or win the lottery (laughs) (laughs) or have something really big happen. Or they say that, oh, you're so lucky that you have this business. But what a lot of people don't see is that a lot of these small business owners, they started with just working really hard. And I say just because I always dismissed myself in that same way. Like, oh, I'm not really smart. I just work really hard. And then I realized that the work really hard 
was the biggest part and the willingness to sweep the floors or Mm -hmm. to do the dirty work and then continuing to just see what's necessary and do the work. And that's what gets you in the position to be lucky. Right. Right. He has a GED from high school and no further education than that. And he built this incredible business. So he worked really, really hard. And I, like you said, that's what I feel like a lot of the society today lacks is that hard work and that ethic mm-hmm. to keep going and keep pushing. And he definitely instilled that in me and my siblings. And So when you first started working at the flooring store, mm-hmm. back up actually, so... When your dad was installing carpet and he was working in the warehouse, like you were right there with him a lot of times. I was, yes. (laughs) Some of my fondest memories are in the warehouse with my dad crawling on all the carpet rolls and playing. And he worked for a store in St. Marcus called McLaughlin Carpets. And Ron and Cheryl McLaughlin were the owners of that store. They were at the hospital the day I was born. Mm. So I was literally born into this business and... It's so fun just looking back on the memories of being in this store and being behind the counter and greeting customers like Mm -hmm. I was just a part of it. (laughs) That's beautiful. There's a picture on your website of you. Are you in a diaper or? I I was in training (laughs) pants. (laughs) It's pretty embarrassing. (laughs) With the kicker, which if anybody's Uh worked in flooring, they know what the kicker is. It's like between that and the stretcher, that's how you get the carpet to really be tight and fit into the room. And it takes a lot of muscle and hard Mm -hmm. work to make that happen. And you and I were talking about how we always wanted to be like, yeah, I'm (laughs) the muscle here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I loved it when my daddy would let me go to the job sites and, you know, do the kicker. And I Mm -hmm. felt like I was actually a part of it. Yeah, me too. And then like sweeping and cleaning up and carrying the tools. Like Uh we were tough girls who knew how to do all the things. Yes. And so when you first started working at the shop, what was your role at that time? So my dad, he's great at what he does, but he's not necessarily great with computers. Mm -hmm. So the way I got the job was just going into the store as he was remodeling the building and getting ready to build his showroom. And he was at a computer and he was super frustrated because he just could not get the programming to work the way he wanted it to. And I said, well, daddy, let me help you. You know, I got on the computers and the next day he called me back and said, I need help again. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'll be right there. And then the next day I need help again. (laughs) And before I knew it, I was there every day. And I said, am I working for you or are we doing this? Are you going to pay me? (laughs) Are you going to pay me? Yes. I had two little kids at home. My oldest is 13 now, but she was getting ready to go into kindergarten. My middle child, Landon, he was four years old and I was happy as a stay at home mom. And I never saw myself going to work for him. But being there, I was happy to be with him. If I was going to go to work, I wanted it to be uh, with somebody who understood that I was a mom first Mm -hmm. and then an employee. And my dad definitely saw that that was my desire and he was able to work with me. So I went in and I just helped with computers and starting the programs and, you know, making sure the lights were still turned on month after month and paying our vendors and our installers. And then all of a sudden I started doing all the tax stuff and Mm. it just evolved into this thing where I was there every day and I was a major part of the management. He allowed me to make big decisions for the company with him. I did the hiring with him. I sat in on the interviews. I did a lot of the marketing. I went to the conventions. So I went from just trying to help out where I could whenever he was opening his doors to being a key role in the Mm -hmm. business. And you said your husband, Brandon, started a year after the shop opened. What was his role at the time? He was just shy of a year. He came in not knowing anything about floors. He was 
in the military prior. And he had been to Afghanistan on a couple of deployments and then worked for NSA as a contractor. And he wasn't, he didn't really have flooring on his radar of things that he was going to do. But at the time we saw that the business that my dad opened was growing and that we had a need for another salesman. I hate to even call them salesmen because they don't sell. We always say they don't sell. They just educate. Mm -hmm. But he was hired on to help in the showroom as a salesman. And he learned the business really quickly. He learned all the ins and outs of flooring really quickly. He was a really quick learner and he was on his own in a matter of, you know, six months to a year. Did either of you see yourselves as going to be entrepreneurs or business owners at any point before that time? Yes and no. So Brandon and I always thought it would be so cool to own a business. I feel like I have a very entrepreneurial heart. I always have. When we got married, my dream was to go to school. I was actually starting school to be a CPA. And I kind of thought that was going to be my role, whether I own my own firm or not, I'm not sure. But I always had an entrepreneurial heart. And Brandon had always said, we need to own our own business one day. But we just didn't know what that looked like. And it definitely didn't look like flooring at that mm-hmm. at that time. But we are very blessed to be where we are. You definitely are. So how long did you work for your dad? I worked for my dad from May 2013 until, well, December 2021, he finally, he won't say he retired because he went on to do other things, but he retired from the flooring industry. And Brandon and I officially bought the business in January 2022. What made him decide to move on to something else? That's pretty much what he did most of his adult life, right? It's what he did always. Yes. He was just ready for a change. His passion is fishing. In high school, he was a fishing guide on the weekends in Rockport, Texas. And he just really wanted to get back to that. I think he was at an age that he was just ready to slow down and live out his dream of being a fishing guide. So he is now a fly fishing guide in Rockport, Texas. That's so fun. What an amazing and American story that he has built for himself, starting with sweeping the floors and working hard, getting to know the business, and now has that ideal retired, -retired (laughs) semi-retired life in Rockport, Texas. Yes. I'm very proud of him. He's come a long way and he's created a huge legacy for himself. What was the transition like in switching business ownership to you and Brandon? It was pretty seamless. And I say that because when we first got the idea that maybe this was our future, my dad and I talked about it a lot along with Brandon. And when he got ready to really be serious about retiring, he kind of stepped back in his role and he kind of let Brandon and I step into his role a little bit and make a lot of the decisions for the business. So about the last year or two before he finally officially retired, Brandon and I were running a lot of the store by ourselves. He, of course, was involved in a lot of this decision still, but he let us kind of take over. It was more like, what do you think about this rather than this is how it's going to be. So Brandon and I got to step into that management position and really it was almost like a trial run. It was pretty seamless because at the point that he stepped out, Brandon and I had already been doing all of those things that business owners do. So it was seamless. It didn't feel like a big change at all. It just felt very natural. Has he been pretty good about staying out of the <laughs> <laughs> of the business now? Yes. 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 
He has. There was in the beginning, he was like, how's business? How's business? What's, what did the accounts look like? What are your numbers right now? He asked a lot of questions, but he's kind of let go and he doesn't ask as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he so he's done well. <laughs> That's good. I can imagine it would be really difficult for me, <laughs> especially <laughs> yes. when it's a family business. You don't yes. get to like completely cut it off. Thanksgiving and Christmas, does he still ask you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, it's always a topic of conversation. How's business? He asks Mm -hmm. that a lot, but that's okay. You know, we don't mind talking about the business. It's something that we're very proud of and we like talking about. Do you still ask him questions or opinions? Absolutely. Yes. You know, there's in the flooring industry, especially Brandon, who is on the job sites, there's things that you might see once every 10 years, you know, these oddball things that can come up that he's never seen before, even with all the experience that he has. And my dad having about 40 years of experience. With this installation, especially too, that's a completely different level of insight. It is. is. Yeah. So it's awesome to have him because he's just this wealth of knowledge um, that we can go to and say, hey, what about this? We haven't seen this before. So he's always happy to share with us his knowledge and his experience. So there are times that we reach out to him and ask him questions. It doesn't happen often, but there are times that we need him. Mm -hmm. When you started to transition from basically being an employee into being an owner and co-owner with your husband, was it a lot more work or was it pretty much the same amount of work? Did it meet your expectations? Well, as I said, I kind of came into the business and went from helping with computers and evolved to being very involved with all the things. And so I felt like I was already doing a lot of it. I felt like I was helping with the marketing and going to the conventions and helping with a lot of the decisions already. So I felt like I already had that pretty well under control. Brandon, right now, he's still on the sales floor. He's still doing his exact same job. And he might write a check here and there for somebody when he didn't write checks before. But that's really the only thing that's changed for him. So I feel like, like I said, it was just super seamless and really natural. I didn't feel like it. I don't feel like we took on this huge new role that Mm -hmm. overwhelmed us at all. And so you have three kids at home. I do. (laughs) Tell us their ages. Okay. So Mackenzie is 13. She's almost 14. And then Landon is 14 months behind her. He's 12. And then we have a seven-year-old, Brady. Mm -hmm. What is it like having your own, running your own business and running the household at the same time. (laughs) It's like a circus. (laughs) It's something different every day that the kids are very involved in sports and youth groups and church. And so we have something every single night of the week. We're never there. So running a household can be very difficult at times. There's times that we're behind on the laundry or behind on the chores, but Brandon and I He's really good about doing chores with me. Mm-hmm. I do all the cooking, but he's really good at saying, do you need a night off and let's go out to eat? You know, yeah. so it's a lot. It's a lot of scheduling and it's a lot of time management that we're still learning, but I wouldn't change it. It's great. We're very blessed to be able to be in the position that we are to where if the kids are sick, I can work from home. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, we have a sporting event, I can leave at, to go out of town to watch my son play football in a different town. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot at times, but it's wonderful, all wrapped into one. And how does it feel to you to have your kids growing up, climbing over the carpet rolls and (laughs) up into the warehouse rafters? It's amazing. It just brings back a lot of memories. I have a picture of my kids playing in the showroom. They have like chairs lined up and they were all pushing each other. And it just brought back a lot of memories. When I had 
Brady, my third child, I was already working. Mm -hmm. And so the day that I got released from the hospital, the day after he came to work with me, I went right back to work. I didn't take maternity leave. And so they are really being raised in the flooring store just the way I was. And it's just so fun to see them have the same upbringing that I did. Mm -hmm. Do any of them express any interest in going to the job sites or working in the industry? Yes. Mackenzie, she loves the design aspect of it. So we have a in-house designer that's available for our customers when they come in to make selections. And she's always watching over her shoulder when she's in there. She really likes the design aspect of it. I don't know if she sees herself designing in a flooring store, but she does love that aspect of it. And she loves seeing the before and after pictures. Landon and Brady. Landon is a very hands-on kid. He's not necessarily a behind-the-desk the textbook kid. He just, that's not him. He's very hands-on. He wants to learn how to do skills. And so I can see him doing something with us later, but they love it. They love Mm -hmm. being there and seeing it all work. That's awesome. It's so much fun to see kids learn and watch the work. I work Mm -hmm. from home. And so my kids get to watch me and like they listen to some of my meetings and they listen to my podcasts and see what it's like and how I'm constantly kind of running the wheels of what I need to do next, even when I'm able to be with them and spend the summer with them and have that crazy entrepreneur balance. Because it's not the kind of balance that people think. No. Right? (laughs) Like you said, you take off when you can and you're able to make that choice yourself. Right. But you're really on in your mind still. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's very hard to separate work from home sometimes, especially because Brandon and I are working together. But at the same time, I love that my kids get to hear us talking about different things that come up in a day and how we manage the business and how we do things. Because I feel like I always tell my kids, you need to think outside the box with your future. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to do it the same way that society tells us to with like school, college, all the things. I don't mind if that's what they choose for themselves, but I'm constantly encouraging them to kind of think outside the box. And so for them to see us doing just that, thinking outside the box and running a business and being entrepreneurs instead of doing something in the corporate world, I love that they get to see that and they get to listen to us bounce ideas off each other. And you guys do a really good job of co-parenting and being together with the kids on a regular basis. And then you're at the office or the shop all day together. What is it like sharing all of, it feels like almost (laughs) every moment with your husband, running the business together, running the family together, and then trying to live your own life. Right. It's great. Honestly, I hear a lot of people say all the time, I can't work with my spouse. That would be crazy. You know, Mm -hmm. Brandon and I, we always laugh because we feel like we get along better at work than we do at home. (laughs) Not that we don't get along at home. We obviously do, but It's just a different world at work. You don't have kids under your feet. You don't have the scheduling or the doctor's appointments or the games or, you know, the stress of chores and homework. You don't have all that at work. We can just go in and work and it works really, really well for us. We have always said that we work really well together. I think in the beginning of our marriage, when I was barely 19 years old and we got married and moved across the country where we didn't know anybody because he was in the military, we really learned to lean on each other. Mm -hmm. And now it wasn't always perfect and we haven't always had the picture perfect marriage, but we learned to lean on each other. And at that time, he was the only family or friend that I had when we moved across the country. So we've always been really 
good at being together because <laughs> we there was a time where we just had each other. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really important. A lot of people go directly into having babies or they have a long time in between. It seems like the pace at which you guys kind of built your family and went into the business was just right for you as a partnership, both in your marriage and in your relationship. Do your employees and team members like fit into that family dynamic pretty well? They do. So we got married in 2006 and we waited until 2009 to have our first daughter. And then, like I said, you know, careers changed and we ended up back home. It's just funny looking at the big picture now because one of our employees, Ray, he was an employee of my dad's when I was, I think he started on when I was about seventh grade. Mm. So I feel like I've known him my whole life. I feel like he's part of my family and he's there with us every day and my kids adore him and he adores my kids. And it really just feels like we go to work every day with family and friends because we have a huge history with the majority of the company. Mm -hmm. And you've been in this community from the beginning of your life as well. I have. So you know everybody and you uh, get involved in the local sports and sponsor the baseball teams. And what other ways do you get involved in the Wimberley community? So that's something that we're trying to do more of now. Mm -hmm. But we sponsor the baseball teams, like you said, and I sponsor the athletic booster club in Wimberley and the high school has the calendar, the football calendar and volleyball calendar that comes out every year and the basketball one. And we try to donate to that. We'd love to get more involved in the outreach of the community as far as like the needs, maybe like have a Christmas box, you know, run a, run a donation for different families or, you know, at least be involved in that. I know the Barnabas Connection does a really great job of doing school supplies in the beginning of the year and things like that. And we'd love to start getting more involved and meeting the needs of the community. Mm -hmm. Well, this is such a great supportive community. Everyone, there's so many great organizations already doing big things. There are. So it's a really beautiful community to be a part of. What's been the hardest decision that you've had to make from joining the business to now? (laughs) Honestly, I think the hardest decision was when our youngest was born of missing out on those first few years of life with him. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom with my older two kids and I had to put him in daycare. He came to work with me to a certain point where I couldn't chase a toddler around the showroom all day and putting him in daycare was heart-wrenching for me. But like I said, my dad always knew that I was a mom first at that point. So I did feel like I could be with him when I needed to be. And... I was just kind of at a crossroad. Do I continue to build this business with my dad to be a key role in this business? Or do I go back to being a mom and trying to start over in a career later on when he goes to school? And I think that was the biggest decision for me to this point. And it's not even really a decision in business. It was more of like a personal decision, but that was probably the biggest decision I've made. Mm -hmm. Well, all those personal decisions do reflect on business and vice versa, and they weave together. So it would have made a huge pivot for probably your whole family business had you decided to stay at home. It would have. And I'm very thankful that I chose to continue to work because it made a huge impact on our family. And here we are owning the business now. And so I don't know that that would have happened before just because of me coming back to work and really putting all my effort into it showed my dad that this is what we wanted. And 
it was a good decision. He could have sold to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't hand us the business. It was never handed to us. We had to work hard for it. We had to prove that we could do it. He didn't want it to fail. It was his baby, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we had to prove that we could do it. And we bought it from him. And I'm really glad that I made that decision to keep going instead of staying home. I know that you're not asking for my opinion, but I'm glad that you did too. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's been fun to get to know you. So we lived in the same neighborhood for several years and our kids, our boys play together. Our kids Mm -hmm. play together, McKinsey as well. And it's been fun to watch them grow up and to see their interaction in the business and to watch you guys as a family balance that work and home and personal. Because I feel like you do a good job of having all of them, having the extended family in a part of your lives in a big way, family coming in from out of state and you guys going and visiting and traveling and doing all the things. I know balance is always a crazy word when it comes to work and especially when you have young kids still. Do you feel like it's as balanced as you want it to be? I feel that is is as balanced as it's going to be. (laughs) Maybe not as balanced as I'd love it to be, but you know, we work really hard to be the parents that we want to be and be the business owners that we want to be and the aunt and the uncle and the daughter that we want to be. I would love to hire on my nieces and nephews. I'd love to bring them into this business. But yeah, balance is always something that's going to be a struggle. But what works in this season might not work next season. So there's always a shift. You know, there's always a shift in the balance right now. We just finished football season. I will have a little bit of a break. So it looks a little different. But as long as we're communicating and working together, I think the balance is is as great as it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Having the perspective you do right now, would you go back and do anything differently? I don't think so, honestly. I really have enjoyed what we've done and where we are. And I do like our kids seeing, you know, the days that we are just really chasing our tails. I think it shows them that we work really hard and we believe in what we're doing. Sometimes I feel bad for them because I drag them to work with me in the summer and get them out of bed early when they could be sleeping in. But at the same time, I feel like we're really instilling those values in them by them watching us. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think, like you said, it's so necessary and it's a thing that seems to be lacking in a lot of the younger generation of knowing what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to move up to that next level and Mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily have to have the college degree. You have to have the willingness to work first. Even if you have a college degree, you still have to have that (laughs) willingness to work in order to get what you want. What's something that you have learned along the way that you didn't expect? I'm not sure that there's something that I didn't expect to learn, but what I have constantly reminded myself throughout the journey of being an employee to being a business owner is just trust in God's timing and all the things that are happening. I just have to have faith and trust that the next step is supposed to be taken. And I constantly look for closed doors or open doors or always just trying to really trust in the timing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it can be very challenging at times because Things don't always go how I want them to. And sometimes things go exactly how I want them to. But trusting in the plan and moving forward has been the most challenging thing. And and it does teach you a lot too. I mean, there are teachable moments in that. But from scheduling at work to uh, scheduling at home or just being a business owner, there's a lot of trusting in the plan that has to happen. What's been the greatest challenge so far? I think 
just the balance. <laughs> we've, mm. we've talked a lot about that. The business really, my dad had a great business. My dad had a great reputation. My dad worked with a lot of the local contractors and businesses around the area for 40 years. And he really gave us our reputation. He built a huge legacy for himself. And so I feel like that was on our side. That was great. There's been challenges with the pandemic. There's been challenges with shipping delays and price increases and all the things that a lot of businesses are experiencing right now. But that just comes with the territory of it. I think for me, the biggest challenge has just been just the balance of home life and work and being a mom. <laughs> but Taking it day to day. Day to day is really what you have to do. And honestly, the business is thriving and we're in a great spot. So the business that last year has been seems like who you like settled into <laughs> something and then everyone's talking about what next year might bring mm -hmm. for our country and even into the world. Mm -hmm. Does that bring fear or are you pretty good at settling into that trust now? Both. <laughs> so obviously, you know, the economy and politics and all the things that are huge topics of conversation right now they can create fear and the economy does affect our business, but we're kind of in this little hill country bubble was what I call it, where there's a lot of growth here right now. There's a lot of new growth, new construction. There's a lot of people moving here. And so I feel like we are in a really great area to be doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we're really not safeguarded from the economy and the changes, but we have work right now and I'm very thankful and I feel like it will continue. I don't really see a huge slowdown for us, maybe in just, you know, some little projects here and there and the remodeling of the regular customer just walking in wanting new carpet or, you know, something like that might slow down. But we have a lot of contractors who are still very busy. And so I trust in that and mm -hmm. I trust in the bubble that we're in. And my dad has always told me there's going to be highs and lows. And especially as politicians change and the economy changes, there's always going to be those times that kind of dip and then you'll hit your peaks. And so you're just kind of along for the ride. But I trust that it works out. It, it always has in the past. So. Mm -hmm. You wait long enough, it'll work yes, out. <laughs> yes. You know, my dad's seen it, you know, for 40 years, he saw it, mm -hmm. all the changes. And there's times that it's hard and there's times that it's great. And you just keep on going, just keep pushing through them. Yeah. And then eventually you'll get to retire and have your own. Right. <laughs> My own side business. <laughs> right. So you are very busy between having the shop and running your three kids around yes. to do all the things. They all have their own separate, not just lives, but they're very active. So how do you balance personally the expectations, burnout and personal, I want to say development, but even rest? Right. Rest is always hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I found that if I'm not taking the time to take care of myself, I cannot effectively take care of everything else. Mm -hmm. So I have to give myself grace from time to time. It's hard to do. I'm a perfectionist at heart, so I feel like everything needs to be perfect. It's very hard not to feel overwhelmed at times, but I have to give myself the breaks, whether it be... 30 minutes in my room alone with the door closed or uh, going to get a pedicure with friends or going out to lunch or, you know, something like that. I feel like it's very needed for moms, for business owners to regroup, take care of yourself because you can't take care of anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you have any particular, like you mentioned, you're getting a pedicure mm -hmm. or things like that. Do you have any particular 
rituals or go-tos that help you to take that breath mm-hmm. and give back to yourself? So I'm always trying new things. Always. That's the one thing about me is I love to learn new things. So I was really, really big into the fitness world in the spring and I did challenges like 75 hard and completed that. And I taught myself to certain crafts and I get in the kitchen and bake as a way. So I'm constantly learning new things. I don't know that there's a specific niche that I fall into, but I always I'm trying to find something that I enjoy doing to kind of decompress. But I'm one of those people who kind of dabble in everything. Uh (laughs) So I love to find new hobbies and do new things. What do you find yourself being inspired by? Are you too lost in the the days (laughs) to feel inspired? (laughs) Honestly, I love looking at other business owners and other people who have made it, who came from the bottom and made it through. Mm -hmm. And I love to read the self-development books like that, just the success stories. I'm very inspired by just the success that people have and the determination and the hard work. And it's funny when you start to look at all these people who have been very successful and you think, what did they do? Like, what do they have in common? And a lot of them, it's wake up early and start by taking care of yourself, doing a workout or doing something like that to start your day off on the right foot. And I get very inspired by that. You know, I I always look at what the people who have made it, what are they doing? (laughs) So I'm always trying to learn that too. Is there any particular book or article or business person that stands out to you that you've been inspired by or that you remember? (laughs) This is going to sound silly, but if you haven't read Bobby Bones books, (laughs) just of his whole upbringing and where he is now, he's one of the most inspiring people to me. Really? I don't know anything about him. No. Okay. Well, he, you know, he's, he has the radio show in the mornings, the yeah. Bobby Bones show. But if you really read his story and learn about his upbringing of being in a home with a drug addicts and a father that kind of abandoned him and being raised by his grandmother and, and really just being super poor and having nothing to where he is now, it's really incredible. Uh-huh. So I really love him. And then, of course, you have people who have done rock star things like Leif Babin over in Dripping Springs. He was a Navy SEAL and I love reading his books and mm-hmm. I read a lot of those kind of books that are kind of more like no excuses type mm-hmm. things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I get inspired by a lot of people. I read a lot of books and I work hard. These last couple of years, I think I've been burned out. Mm-hmm. So the no excuses things have like taken a back burner to <laughs> take care of yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. So you take what you need at the time. Mm-hmm. But then that those no excuses come back in when, like you said, like when the time is right, and you trust that sometimes you do have to take a step back and mm-hmm. take care of yourself. But then you still have to get up every morning and do the work and right. do the sweep the floor kind of thing, like right. do the hard stuff that needs to be done. Right. Yeah. At the store, there's times that I've been scrubbing toilets. I mean, I did it maybe two weeks ago Mm -hmm. Um, and I shouldn't have to do that at this point was what maybe some people would think, but that's not how I think. Mm -hmm. It takes all of us to make it successful. I have to make sure my people are taken care of. I have to make sure that they're happy where they are. I want them to know that I'm willing to do the dirty work just like them. So I feel like it takes a lot of people and there are times that there's no excuses. And like you said, there's times that you have to take a step back and really reassess and kind of take a deep breath. But I feel like it's a learning process all the way through. I don't feel like I'll ever have all the answers, but I wake Mm -hmm. up day by day and figure out what's needed that day and 
and tackle it. <laughs> what are you most proud of so far? Well, that's a hard question. <laughs> I guess just where we are. There's been challenges along the way. There's been a lot that has happened personally and business-wise. And I feel like every time that I am down or stressed, we rise above it. We work together as a team to really take the next steps, whether that team be my work team or my team as a family. We really work together to take the next step and rise above it and not let it get us down. So I'm just really proud of where we are right now and where we're going in the future. We have some great things happening and we're a part of the Abbey Team. I'm not sure if you know much about them, but Abby is like a buy-in group for a lot of flooring stores that we're a part of, and they are able to help us negotiate pricing with vendors so that we can compete with box stores and, mm. and things like that. We can get great products at kind of the same price, and they're growing like crazy and moving in a lot of directions, and being a part of that team brings a lot of opportunities for us. So a lot is changing in this industry, and I'm just really excited to see where we go. That brings up a really good point. What would you say is the biggest benefit to working with a small shop like yours over the box stores? Well, our customer service is top notch for one. <laughs> when you come into our store, you're greeted by our designer or one of our technically sales team. But like I said, I don't even like to say that they're in sales because they're really just there to educate somebody on all the different floors. At the end of the day, it's your decision what you want, or even if you want to go with this or not. But you get somebody that is with you from the very beginning of the planning process of the selections of choosing where you want what all the way through to the end when it's installed on your floors or in your showers or we do countertops too. You have somebody every step of the way with you to walk you through it. You're never alone. And we pride ourselves on the service that we give. We've been voted best of haze for the last, you know, three or four years now. And I really think it's because of our team. They're phenomenal at really holding your hand through the process and being there in the moments that you're crying and being there in the yeah. moments that you're happy and stressed. And yeah, I mean, we compete with the box stores. You don't get that service whenever you go there. There's not going to be somebody that you can call at seven o'clock at night and they're going to pick up their phone. Yeah. And they don't even have consistent contractors, they right? Do. They just like pick up whoever can take on the job when it's booked. Correct. Yeah. So we answer our phones. I sometimes get mad because my husband's answering his phone at nine o'clock at night, <laughs> but he answers his phone always. And I know my guys do too. They always answer their phones. They're always there to help. And there's been times that my husband has dropped everything on a weekend to get out to a job site because there's an issue or a question or a panic, <laughs> you know, and saying that we stand behind our word in our work too. So if something does happen to go wrong, we're more than happy to go and make it right. We're always going to do everything we can to make you completely satisfied and happy in the end. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have to give for someone who is thinking about starting their own business or taking the leap to follow their passion? Sure. I think the best chance that you can take on life is taking a chance on yourself. You have to really believe in yourself. And even if you don't have all the self-belief yet, just really mm -hmm. believe in your vision and figure out what it is that you want and make that vision big enough to overcome the days that are hard to get up, hard to put your foot in front of the other. Don't let go of the vision. Just take that chance on yourself because it's completely worth it. 
you kind of stepped into your dad's business and he has this foundation already set. And one of the things that I think about business is the reason I'm saying this is you have vision. You talked about the vision for the business and it needs to be big enough to kind of carry you through those hard times. With the business that you have, how do you portray that vision and that passion and that feeling of service and family into the team? Well, like I said, Ray has been with us since I was in. So he is family. Yeah, he's pretty much family. He has the same vision, even though he's not technically an owner in it. He is one of those people who will go above and beyond for every person. He really makes you feel like you are his top priority. Even with myself, he makes me feel that way. (laughs) And we just have a really great team like that who really puts the customer's needs at their top priority. And I feel like we all share the same vision and wanting to be successful and reach as many people as we can. We're not really a mom and pop store, but we kind of are a mom and pop store. Mm -hmm. So we only have the team as big as we have right now. We can choose to grow and expand. But I feel like sometimes when there's too much growth or too many like ways you're expanding, sometimes it can get lost. The vision can get lost. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just with the team we have right now, they all see our vision, but they are keeping our values and our quality at the front of that vision instead of the growth. Like at the end, an unhappy customer because we lacked on quality and we were rushing through is not as valuable as somebody who's really happy and is going to tell their friends about us. Mm -hmm. So we do want to grow, but we want to keep it very consistent with what we want to do in the company as far as the quality and the service and what's really important to us. Is there anything else that you want to share? Is there anything on the forefront or... Any advice that you want to give in business or life? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I I feel like you asked a lot of hard questions, and good <laughs> questions. But yeah, I feel like this is an incredible community to be a part of. Very supportive. I feel like I'm very blessed to get to work with people every day that I've known my whole life. Mm-hmm. I have a unique situation. I know that I do. And I'm really glad to be living out my dad's dream of this store and here I am owning it now I just feel very blessed to be where I'm at that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing your time and your story with us and sharing your business and your family with the community it's an honor to know you thank you I appreciate you having me on you're welcome and thank you for listening if you liked it tell your friends follow us on Instagram or LinkedIn the mission of MVP business is to dig deep into the lives of true leaders so that others can follow knowing that the path isn't always easy but the journey is worth it so enjoy the day and live with passion.